Hello and welcome to the Chemistry Made Simple podcast. I'm your host Matthew Macario and this is the podcast where you get chemistry confident. In this episode we're going to be looking at trends in atomic radii across a period of the periodic table. And this is the second episode in a short series on periodicity. So you may wish to go back and listen first to episode 25 which is an introduction to what periodicity is and what it covers. So if you're going to do that pause now and come back in a moment. Done that? Great. So in this episode, we're going to look at what do we mean by atomic radii? What is the trend we see across a period in atomic radii? And what is the reason for that trend? So firstly, what is atomic radius? What are are atomic radii? We're going to look at the technical explanation and then we're going to look at a, a simpler model. And the simpler model will work perfectly for what we're going to talk about today. But first, the technical definition is an atomic radius is half the distance between the nuclei of two adjacent atoms of the same the same substance. So if we're looking at chlorine, which is one of the elements in period three that we're looking at, the atomic radius of a chlorine atom is considered to be half the distance between the nuclei of the two chlorine atoms in Cl2. And why do we use that instead of just measuring across a, an individual atom? It's because the exact position of electron shells is not easy to pinpoint because shells are made of orbitals. As we've talked about in the previous episode, electrons in orbitals, their exact position is a probability function. So there's no exact definition of where the edge of a shell is. So hence we base our measurement on a distance between the two nuclei. Okay, so that's the complicated explanation, but we're going to just think of a simpler model. And really, even though we don't know exactly the position of electron shell, where it comes to an end, for this purpose, we can still visualize atoms as being a miniature ball or a bubble or something spherical that has a a fixed size, a fixed radius. And certainly that model works when we're comparing that radius across period three or across any period in the periodic table. It allows us to make that comparison and to be able to see what the trend is. So what is that trend? So when we're thinking about group three, starting with sodium, sodium has the largest atomic radius in period three. As we go across the group, magnesium, the next element, that has a slightly smaller atomic radius. Aluminium, the next element is smaller still, and this trend continues fairly smoothly across the group. Now that might seem counterintuitive. You you might think as there are more electrons in the magnesium atom than the sodium atom, that the magnesium atom would be bigger. Those electrons are going to get into the same shell after all. The same with aluminium. That has a further electron more than magnesium. Again, it's going into the same outer shell, the third shell. Why are we seeing atomic radii reduce as we go across the period, as we increase the number of electrons per atom, as we increase the number of electrons in the outer shell as well? Well, it's because that's not the only change that's happening as we go across the period. Not only does magnesium have one more electron than sodium, but it also has one more proton in its nucleus. Protons have a positive charge, whereas electrons have a negative charge. So as we go across the period, the nuclear charge, the amount of positive charge in the nucleus of an atom is increasing. So in sodium, we have a plus 11. We have 11 protons, so the nuclear charge is considered plus 11. Magnesium has 12 protons, so that's plus 12. We could continue across to chlorine. 
which has 17 protons, so a plus 17 nuclear charge. That's actually more than 50% more nuclear charge than the sodium atom at the beginning of the period. So it's very much greater. What does that mean? Well, electrons have a negative charge. The protons give the nucleus a positive charge, and therefore the nucleus of chlorine with its plus 17 is having a much bigger pull on its electrons, a much bigger attraction to those negative electrons than the 11 protons of a sodium nucleus are having on the electrons of the sodium atom. And that much greater pull means that the electrons are held closer to the nucleus of a chlorine atom than they are to the nucleus of a sodium atom. In fact, that goes all the way across the period. You could compare magnesium to sodium and say, well, it has a slightly greater nuclear charge, and therefore the electrons are slightly more attracted to the nucleus. That's why magnesium has that slightly smaller atomic radius than sodium. And that's the explanation across the period. It's because there is an increase in the nuclear charge across the period, a significant increase in terms of proportion, and that means that the electrons are being attracted closer to the nucleus. So those in the third shell are closer to the nucleus when there is a, a greater nuclear charge. Let's summarise what we've talked about today. We've said that atomic radii is difficult to measure directly and therefore we use a measurement that is half the distance between the nucleus of adjacent atoms of the same element. We also said that nevertheless, we can still use that model of an atom being a sphere. We can still use that for comparison of atomic radius across the period. It's much more simple to do so. We also said that the trend in atomic radius decreases across the group, which at first may have seemed counterintuitive. And then we explained it. That's because not only are there more electrons as we go across the group, but there are also more protons in an atom's nucleus. Therefore, there is more attraction of those positive protons to the negative electrons, and that draws those electrons, that holds those electrons closer to the nucleus, therefore decreasing the size of the atomic radius. So I hope this episode's been useful to you. Please do contact me if you have any further questions on this topic, or you'd like to hear about another topic, that would be great to hear about as well. The best way to contact me is on Instagram, so you can DM me at Chemistry Made Simple. If you want, you can also email me. That's Matthew at ChemistryMadeSimple.net. Those links are also shown in the show notes as well. Next time we have another episode in the series on periodicity. So please subscribe and, and join me for that. I look forward to speaking to you then. And until then, look after yourself and I'll speak to you soon.